You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Good afternoon. Welcome in once again. Jimmy B and TC on the air with you. It's a Wednesday edition as we get you home on a Wednesday and get you ready for a big night in Major League Baseball. Glad to have you aboard today. We got an action-packed program for you over the next two hours as we talk the world of sports with you. We'll kick things off. Coming up at about 4.20, Rob Howe is going to stop by from HawkeyeNation.com. We'll talk with Rob. One final look back at Wisconsin. Well, let's not lie. It's not one final look back because that is a loss that is going to linger for the Iowa Hawkeyes. That is a loss that will stay with you to the Badgers for a long, long time. But we'll take a look back with Rob. Let's put it that way with him. And then a look forward to the final two-thirds of the season, eight games remaining after the bye week this week. And uh, we'll get into that with Rob Howe. He's also got a couple of pieces up on Iowa basketball. Want to talk plenty of that with him. And an offseason that has been just so strange. For the first time in some, certainly my memory, you got to go back to the 80s, when the primetime league was formed, what, 31 years ago. So we're talking 1987. You go back to, for as long as I can remember, the primetime league was something always to talk about as it pertained to Iowa basketball. As it went away this season, you didn't get the nuggets. You didn't get the stories who's playing well, who's bulked up, who's continued to improve. Look, I know there's not a lot of defense played in summer league basketball, but you could glean enough to to gain a better perspective for Iowa basketball. And without having that this past summer, it's been incredibly quiet. So interested to dive into that football and basketball on the Hawkeye side of things. Rob Howe coming up here at 420. Then later on in hour number one, we'll be talking with Mark Simon, longtime with ESPN and baseball tonight. Now over running, uh, helping run a stats and information network. We'll get into that with him on Major League Baseball with the final five days here of the regular season tonight, tomorrow, and then over the weekend as we'll put a cap on thing, things Sunday. Everything will have their first pitch. Every game across the league, all 15 games, they will all be within 10 minutes of each other with the first pitch. It'll be about 2 o'clock our time, and away we go as the Cubs uh, will get to that here in a moment. Zuba Mahente will begin the 5 o'clock hour. Plenty of things to get into with Zuba Mahente, and it's funny. So I have the opportunity to speak with Zubin twice a week here on the airwaves. And, and Zubin, just he's a really interesting guy, and this isn't name-dropping. I, I get to talk to the Sports Center personality or anything like that, but you know, from time to time we'll text, we'll exchange some thoughts and ideas on different sports topics. He's looking for something with, with a local angle, Big Ten, Big 12, Iowa, Iowa State, whatever it is. He sometimes has some questions for me, and, and that's a great thing about Zubin is he's very receptive to ideas, and he'll take him to his bosses at ESPN. He's always working, always trying to find another great story. And uh, as I was talking with Zubin a little bit and going back and forth with him, yesterday we had him on the program over the noon hour from 12 until 2. If you missed it, if you miss it every day, catch myself and Ken Miller talking sports from 12 to 2. Flip it on in your cubicle. Listen to the podcast. Those are up at 1700kbgg.com. You can find us. But when we were talking with Zubin the other day, I brought up the transfer rule in college football and the redshirt rule in college football. And today 
it took just a giant leap forward with the news at Clemson. Kelly Bryant, the starter from a year ago, getting that squad to another college football playoff. He's moving on. He's keeping the red shirt, played four games. Cutoff point is there. He's going to transfer and find a new place to play in 2019. So uh, it'd be fun to get his perspective a little bit later. And now with the biggest name, certainly, of this, Kelly Bryant and the law of unintended consequences in college football and the transfer rule. Is it good? Is it bad? Plenty on that later with Zubin Mahente of ESPN. That begins the 5 o'clock hour, and then the old man will stop by. Jimmy B will be here at about 525, 530 or so. We'll bring him in. We'll see what's rattling around in the mind of Jimmy B. Before that, still lots to talk about today. Want to start with the Cyclones and a little basketball talk with them. Talked about the Hawkeyes. Now, we did get the Capital City League this summer, but even with that, it did seem a bit diminished. A part of that, of course, Chris Weiler-Babb, he wasn't there. He was going through an internship this summer. Wigington, and of course, not having Cam Lard out there as he was going through the wellness program this summer. So it, it did feel a little bit different, though it was good to see some of the new names out there. Get to see a little bit more Michael Jacobson and what he can do and the expansion of his game, adding to the repertoire. We didn't see it a whole lot at Nebraska, the shot from the outside, those kind of things. And those are the little nuggets that you're always trying to grab with summer basketball. But Iowa State last night picked up a commitment for the 2019 recruiting class as they picked a commitment up from a South Carolina point guard as Steve Prohm dips into his southern roots and brings in Trey Jackson Took an official visit over the weekend and makes his commitment to Iowa State. Now, this is not one of the big fish that Iowa State was after. There are a couple of names on their target list that certainly would be higher in the pecking order if you do believe in recruiting rankings, if you do believe in those type of things and the importance of them. Trey Jackson had offers from Murray State, Southern Miss, Florida Gulf Coast, all fine mid-major programs but not like some of the heavyweights that they were going after. So we'll see what is left as it's currently constructed. Iowa State is full for the 2019 class. With the commit- commitments they had recently, it was Luke Anderson, stretch four from down in Florida. Before that, Marcetus Leach, who had some big-time offers before injuries had derailed his career about a year ago. They are full right now. More than likely, though, another spot is going to become available going forward when you look at the possibility of, of course, Lindell Wigington moving on this season. So that's how it's currently constructed for Iowa State. They pick up a commitment and good news on that front for the Cyclones, and we'll talk more about that certainly in the coming days. But it is football time, and we'll talk plenty of football. But before that, a little baseball. And last night, again, the Cubs' bats went silent. Now, we've seen this at stretches throughout the year. And and I know there is a certain portion of the fan base that wants to say, relax. Pull the Aaron Rodgers card out and say, R-E-L-A-X, relax. We got this. The Cubs have the best record in the National League. They still are in first place in the National League Central. They're in the driver's seat to host throughout, get to the World Series, and then see where the chips may fall. And I I get that sentiment. I I understand it. 
but I don't agree with it. When you watch this team, and you watch last night, Chris Archer, who really hasn't been that great since he's made his way over to Pittsburgh. In fact, you look at his numbers. It's a guy that's career is maybe tailing in the opposite direction that you thought it was going to be a couple of years ago in Tampa. But you see last night, some pressing at times, some pressure out there. I wonder with what is happening with Addison Russell, if that's playing into the minds at all. Look, you're not up there with a 1-2 counter runner on third base, a one out thinking, boy, I wish Addison was here. I, I wish our shortstop was here. No, that, that's not what it is. But all these things layered upon himself, I think they all do play a factor. And these are the parts that you can't just individually look at and say, you know what, the computer doesn't say that's part of it because the mental aspect is important in any sport and certainly in baseball. But as the Brewers continue to win, get it done, Christian Yelich has taken his game to another level. Look at his numbers over the last couple of weeks. Again, last night, bases clearing triple to put three more on the board, extend the lead early, then laid another home run. Yelich has been outstanding. He might be, in fact, he probably is going to be, if this continues, the National League most valuable player when we get to that point in the announcement after the World Series. How concerning is this? This this is what I'm struggling to wrap my mind around. Because if I was a Cubs fan right now, I would be freaking out. And, and all these little things that have added up throughout the year. Now, Chris Bryant last night, when he is hit by that pitch, I thought the absolute worst. I, I Broken bone, out. And wrist injuries, to me, are some of the scariest injuries in baseball. When you're talking about a hitter. And the power that is sapped when you have a wrist injury. Look, the shoulder hasn't been good. The Chris Bryant that we've seen this year is not the guy that we've grown accustomed to watching over the last three years. But you compound it now with a wrist injury. It's not broken. That's certainly good news. But what is he going to be able to give you? And now you're in where before it wasn't that big of a deal. When Addison Russell, who had been fine, Milk toast, okay, that's it. And you have Javi Baez that can go over and play shortstop, and you're not going to lose anything defensively, and you can have the flexibility that they have with Happ and Zobris and everybody else. They were fine. But you take it another rung down now, and if Chris Bryant isn't available for the playoffs, be it a one-game wild card, division series against whoever it is, or even the NLCS, Along with no Addison Russell, this team has a lot different look. I'd be concerned. That's me. From my perspective, I don't have a great feeling. And a question that that I'm entertaining today, if it does fall apart, if this completely collapses, and not only the Cubs not win the National League Central, they don't make the playoffs with a $190 million payroll, That's usually the time heads will roll. I don't believe that'll be the case. What I do believe is it'll change the perception going into 2019 for Joe Madden. And the frustrations will build with Jed and Theo. It's a difficult spot. Hey, you'd love to be the manager of a team that's willing to spend and is going to do everything they can to help your baseball team. It's a better place to be than the alternative. Working for a money-pinching organization that doesn't have the resources are just 
doesn't have the want to go out and spend at the level that the Cubs have shown that they will do. $90 million payroll in Milwaukee, $190 million with the Cubs. Something to think about. Chew on. Brewers tonight against the Cardinals. Final one for the Cubs against the Pirates. Then a four-gamer with St. Louis coming in. They're clinging for hope right now as Colorado has overtaken them for the second wildcard spot. Sign me up, though. NL Central, NL Central in the wildcard game. NL Central versus NL Central in the NLDS. Braves and Dodgers, they can do their own thing. That's what I'm hoping for. And usually when I hope for something, it doesn't come to fruition. We'll talk a lot of baseball later on this hour. Mark Simon is going to join us. But it's time to talk some Hawkeyes. Coming up on the other side, Rob Howe from HawkeyeNation.com. He is going to be our guest. Plenty on college football. One more note. So Darren Ravel, the sports business reporter for ESPN, is a goober. He's a dork. He went to Northwestern. But pretty good content can come from his Twitter account and the articles that he writes at ESPN.com. This one from earlier today, though, this one popped out. These are numbers from Nielsen. And these are the top 10 college football markets based on the percentage of population who follow the sport. So it doesn't matter if you're in media market number one, like New York. There's obviously, even in New York, which is not a college football hotbed, but because of sheer volume, there's a lot more people there that follow college than in Waterloo, Sioux City. This is by percentage. Top 10. Now, not big surprises. Birmingham, Wisconsin also has Tuscaloosa, part of it, Alabama. Chattanooga, Tennessee, Columbus, Ohio, Jacksonville, Florida, Little Rock, Pine Bluff in Arkansas, Knoxville, Mobile, Alabama, Toledo, Ohio, Tulsa, Oklahoma. No surprises, but also on this list, right here, boys and girls, the Des Moines market in the top 10. How about that? Top 10 college football markets based on percentage of population who follow the sport. Good work out of all of you. We'll talk some of that college football next. The Hawkeye Variety. Rob Howe from Hawkeye Nation joins us as we take you up until 6. Jimmy B and TC on 1700. Hey, it's Tiki Barber. And Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Boom! Does overpaying for something make sense? We don't think it does at Charter House Real Estate. That is why we have completely changed the commission structure at our real estate firm from what you are used to hearing about. Gone are the days of 6 or 7% to sell your home. We charge $24.95 plus 3%. Don't worry if that sounds a bit odd. Just know that on average, our sellers save thousands in real estate commission when they sell their home with us. The best part is our sellers still get full service, including social media marketing, their home on the MLS, a dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be. We are Charterhouse Real Estate, and we are changing the way you think about selling your home. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. This report sponsored by Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Rocket Mortgage is simple so you can understand the details and be sure you're getting the right mortgage. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. Visit rocketmortgage.com today. Licensed in all 50 states, equal housing lender, NMLS number 3030. Everyone is a champion in their own way, but aches and pains can make you want to give up on your training or workouts. 
instead of relying on pain medication to power through, stay active with help from Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy. They give you a personal touch to work towards your own wellness goals. With athletic recovery programs to outpatient orthopedic therapy, Angela Spencer PT of Champions Recovery Room will get you feeling your best. Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy, 3030 100th Street in Urbandale and online at championsrecoveryroom.com. Touchdown! Don't miss out on tailgates and touchdowns because your cars broke down. Instead, call an Audible by calling Absolute Auto Repair, where we offer free loaner cars while yours is in the shop. At Absolute Auto Repair in Urbandale, we get that when your car breaks down, your life is interrupted. That's why we offer loaner cars to keep your busy life moving. Absolute Auto Repair in Urbandale on Hickman Road near Cobblestone Theater. Google Absolute Auto Repair Urbandale. Absolute Auto Repair is a proud supporter of high school football. <laughs> Touchdown, Absolute Auto Repair. Napa know-how. Keeping it simple is usually a good thing. And when it comes to rewards programs, keeping it simple is always a good thing. That's why we made the Napa Rewards program effortless. All you need is your phone number to start saving on the parts and tools you need. Then we automatically give you $5 off your next purchase for every 100 you spend. So start saving today with Napa Rewards. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. The ARL Second Chance Ranch is a safe haven for horses rescued from abuse, neglect, and abandonment. It is also a temporary home for other barn animals waiting for new, loving families. Join us at the main event on October 12th as we celebrate all the barn animals that are currently in our care and all those that have found new homes. Dance along to live music while enjoying dinner among the horses at the ARL's barn and arena. Get your tickets at arl-iowa.org slash main event. Build your business. At Sinorama of Ribbendale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Ribbendale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia dash Urbandale. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind. And our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Nigget with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Nigget can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Nigget. 
Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. It's time for your daily dose of Hawkeye coverage on 1700 KBGG. Craig Condon back with you here on a Wednesday afternoon edition of Jimmy B and TC. Taking you up until 6 o'clock tonight. Major League Baseball, we started with that. We will have more coming this hour. Mark Simon, longtime writer and worker at ESPN, stats and information, now with a new gig, but still heavily involved in the world of baseball. He's going to be joining us coming up in about 15 minutes. Right now, Rob Howe, normally set to join us. He comes by every other Wednesday at this time, struggling to connect with Rob. So we will continue efforting. Hey, if you're out there running around, you're over in eastern Iowa, you're listening on the stream, maybe the signal's bouncing all the way over to eastern Iowa. You see, Rob? Holler at him. Call your boy TC. Make the phone call over here. 264-1700. Right now, I'll give you some of my perspectives on Iowa. And we were going to talk some basketball. Of course, we're going to talk plenty of football here. Don't worry about that. We're going to talk some Hawkeye football, too. I have laid out, certainly, my thought process going back to the Wisconsin game. And I look forward for Iowa. And, And let's do that. Leaving Wisconsin aside... And now looking at this final stretch, the last eight games of the regular season, starting with the road trip next week up in Minnesota, then Indiana on deck after that, the home game with Maryland. It'll be homecoming and the only home game in the month of October at Kinnick Stadium before two more road trips, Penn State, and finishing up at Purdue. That Purdue game looks a lot more difficult. I think the Minnesota game looks a lot more difficult than it did on paper before the season. I thought the Gophers were going to be brutal. They lose Shannon Brooks. Onyx Dodd, the starter, a walk-on in name only. This is a guy that had plenty of opportunities, not just mid-major programs, but even places just on the cusp. You know, Cincinnati, good program. They made, a, back in the day, a BCS Bowl. Who did they play? Alabama, I want to say. Now it didn't go real well, but they're a program very close to the power structure. Still, I looked at Minnesota And what we heard P.J. Fleck talking about, year number one was year zero. This was going to be year one for them. He's he's hard for me to buy what he's selling. I mean, I know hucksters, right? I know slimy. I've dealt with slimy in the past. Maybe too often. And it doesn't work for me. Now, I'm not his population. I'm not a Minnesotan, by the grace of God, and 12 miles. 
We were thankful for that. But I'm not a Minnesotan. And I'm not, more importantly, a 17, 18-year-old kid that's being recruited by him. Or a young man, 18 to 22, that plays football for the guy. But listening to him, I just didn't buy it. Now, last week they were run off the field by Maryland. And maybe that is more of a true representation of what Minnesota is going to be. I think that game is going to be more difficult. Look at the last couple of years. Minnesota's played Iowa tough. So you have that. Then you couple with that road trip to Indiana. Difficult place to play. We've seen good Iowa teams go there and lay an egg. But certainly a very winnable game. They will be favored by the boys in Vegas for that. Maryland at home. Maryland, another team, much better than I anticipated. Obviously with the tragedy that that they went through this summer, I didn't expect them to get off the mat. And if they did against Texas as they did in week one, I thought it'd quickly fall apart in week two when they made a road trip to a Mac school to take on Bowling Green. They didn't. They face planted a week later against Temple, but then come right back. That game, they can run the football. They can do some things. And with the healthy quarterback, something they didn't have a year ago, I think that's a better team than I anticipated. But it's not Murder's Row. And the only game in the final eight, as teams are currently constructed, that I was not going to be favored in is that next one against Penn State. They'll be an underdog there. We'll learn a lot more about Penn State this week with Ohio State in town. Now, that Nittany Lion defense had a lot of defections. Lost a lot of guys, a lot of seniors that moved on, and even some juniors that moved on after a year ago. And because of that, it's hard to tell. You know, that fourth quarter comeback by Appy State in week one, was that more of a mirage? What we saw in the pit game. Do you believe what happened in the first half when it was a tight game or the second half when Penn State got the ball rolling and momentum took them all the way to a blowout victory against their rival on the road in a monsoon. Still difficult to get a feel, but Penn State's certainly going to be favoring that game. We'll see by how much. What they do against Ohio State this week, then after their bye week after that Michigan State, we're certainly going to know a lot more about Penn State at that point. Trace McSurley, though, guy's incredible. He's out there making plays. He's undersized. You look at what he has done throughout his career. You're number one of the starter, takes the team to the Rose Bowl. You're number two, Last year takes him to a Fiesta Bowl. And he had a lot of help around him, and he had Saquon Barkley and a lot of other players. But this guy's a playmaker. And this leads me to Iowa in a bigger perspective. You know, to get into the next step up, getting past a nice year, nice year. Last year, eight and five, seven and five in the regular season. Year before, similar. But to keep moving up. The opportunity that they had last week was one of those steps that they could take. When you go 7-5 and five in a regular season, but then you put a pasting on Ohio State, that Ohio State game's great, but then you're saying, what happened against Northwestern? What happened against Michigan State? That's what you're left with, I think, if you're a Hawkeye fan. The continued evolution of this program. It was a missed opportunity last week. Certainly against the Badgers. Phone lines are ringing. Might be Rob Howe checking in. Let's check. Rob, is that you? Yes, I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> How are you doing today? Doing well. I had the coordinators today. I was in the middle of writing my story, and you get locked in on that computer, and I, I can't hear anything. <laughs> I got you. Been there I do, have my, 
I didn't lose my phone, though, so that's a positive. We're, we're a step in the right direction, no doubt about it, Rob. <laughs> we're moving forward. Well, Rob, I, I was just talking, you know, kind of looking forward, and then as has happened every day seemingly this week, I look back, and, and I can't get over this game against Wisconsin. The opportunity was there. You can say that they were a better team and loss. You can say it was just failed execution. You can point at a myriad of different things, but the opportunities right there for Iowa to take the win, take the lead in the division, and more than likely, I mean, start punching their ticket for Indianapolis, even with eight games remaining, and they let it slide by. Should it still be bothering me? Yes. And I think the reason why, Trent, is it's a cumulative effect. Um, that's six out of seven against Wisconsin. And, you know, the, everything... You know, the stars were aligned on Saturday night. It was a night game at Kinnick. Wisconsin was licking their wounds, you know, its wounds coming off a loss to BYU. Iowa seemingly had figured out some things on offense. Uh, the defense was playing really well. It just, not only was the opportunity there, but it just lined up right. And we saw it play out that Iowa was right there and could have won that game if it not, were not for shooting itself in the foot, and that's hard to get over. Is this, to you, more a microcosm of the coaching staff? Is it just where the two programs are in Wisconsin still has that foothold above Iowa until Iowa takes it? They're not going to be able to overcome it. Where would you point to in, in maybe defining what this mean, what this loss means? I think certainly compared to last year, Iowa had closed the gap, but that doesn't mean that that will be the case next year. They just closed the gap from last year to this year. That's not saying that Wisconsin won't pull ahead again or further ahead, I should say, because it already is ahead. Mm-hmm. And if you just watch the way Wisconsin operated it late in that game and how Iowa operated late in that game, that was the difference. Wisconsin is a championship team that expected to win, got the ball with 88 yards to go, and just methodically went down the field. Didn't even use timeouts. That's what was amazing to me. They just went down the field, sliced through Iowa's defense, and made the plays it needed to play, it needed to in that situation, and Iowa did not have an answer. Then Iowa comes out on offense and doesn't get it done. I mean... There's no other way to look at it than to say Wisconsin, no matter how far the distance is ahead, it's clearly ahead of Iowa at this point. Rob Howe, HawkeyeNation.com, joining us as we look at some Iowa football. Rob, uh, you had an opportunity, as you mentioned, to talk with the coordinators today. Quick hit on each of them. Let's uh, start first with the defensive side of the ball, certainly the, the benchmark of this Iowa program. You look, they are littered all over the place in the top 10 nationally in a bunch of different defensive statistics. Your biggest takeaway from talking to Phil Parker today? Well, I, I think personnel-wise, the, the, the one question was with Neiman out, how do they figure out what's going, you know, what's the plan at linebacker uh, with Neiman, Neiman out at least a couple of weeks? Um, and it sounds like they've kicked Christian Welch from the will back out to the Leo and he and Barrington Wade are kind of competing for that job. Because I think Jimon Colbert's probably earned the right to play more at the will spot. So I think that's kind of what they're going to look at the rest of this week and then next week going into the Minnesota game. And um, 
for me, uh, you know, I, I think he feels like, as well as Iowa played in those first three weeks, there were some, some things exposed against Wisconsin. And are those things something to be concerned about moving forward? For me, namely, it's the interior of that defense, particularly the defensive tackles and, and middle linebacker. Wisconsin really tore them up running straight up the field. Granted that Wisconsin's offensive line is probably going to be the best that Iowa faces this year, but was the success they had against the run in the first three games more of a product of the weak offensive line play by Northern Illinois, Iowa State, and Northern Iowa. So I think that's still a question mark moving forward that's yet to be answered, Trent. Offensively, Brian Ferentz was up there. We saw improvement certainly from a year ago against uh, what they did against the Badgers, but I mean, it comes down, you got to get more, more points, and the yards are there, got to be able to convert in the red zone. Yeah, that, I mean, the fourth, you know, the fourth and one from the five in that first quarter was a huge play, but I also thought, you know, when they had the ball with around six minutes left in the game, and they had a second and five, and they threw the ball twice, you know, on second and third, second down and five, and third down and five, they were getting almost five yards of pop rushing the ball. I was really surprised they didn't run the ball there. Maybe they were thinking they would catch Wisconsin off guard, but Wisconsin's defense, specifically this year, is geared more towards speed than power, and they kind of just close that stuff up. And You know, it's easy to second-guess, but whatever it is, Trent, they need to be better, as you said. They're just not scoring enough points. I was a little surprised Brian um, was complimentary or almost overly complimentary of the wide receiver um, development so far this year. I've not seen that. I think they've had some moments, but I just don't think it's enough, particularly with stretching the field. Um, and, that's not, and they're going to be tight end oriented. Those two guys, you know, Fant and Hawkinson, are, are the two, probably the two most talented guys on the off, offensive side of the ball. You want to get them the ball, but they have to have that ability to stretch the field a little bit more. And, uh, you know, that, we've been waiting for the wide receivers to kind of break out now forever, and it, it needs to happen. Finally, over to special teams and a couple of big gaps in the game. Uh, you had an opportunity to hear from LeVar Woods. What did he say about the, the punt return? I'm sure that'll be remembered for a long time, bouncing off the foot of Sean Beyer. Yeah, he, he, I asked him to, about the, you know, growing away to, uh, fumble. Um, said it was just a kid trying to make a play, but ball security was not good. He was carrying it in the wrong hand and got it stripped out and, He'll learn from that. And I think overall he's been pretty good at that position. Um, Lavar was asked today if they, you know, they, you know, Monty Hooker or somebody like that would you know, Amir Smith more said if they would think to consider about consider replacing Gronowick, but it sounds like they're going to go with that kid. And I don't think that's a bad idea. He made a mistake, but um, it happens. And then the Sean Byer thing is, you know, uh, the, the kind of the, the buzzword that they've all used is a communication breakdown. Um, and certainly that was the case. <laughs> One guy tweeted me that if he was uh, if he was Byers' teammate, he would have just tackled him there to get him out of the way. So he didn't. <laughs> so he would. I said that would have been good communication. But they're they're both things, Trent, that you look at and you say they're kind of odd. Not things that you. It's not like last year when they couldn't feel the punt or they couldn't punt. You know, they <laughs> they didn't have a punter. Right. I think those things are better this year. I just think those. Miscues the other night were kind of odd, 
and unusual, and I don't see them as a problem moving forward. I mean, they could be, but it just doesn't. They seem more isolated. No, I, I think that's a good perspective and a good way to look at it. Rob, uh, wanted to talk a little basketball before we run out of time with you. Rob Howe from HawkeyeNation.com. I know you've been doing some work, and I just mentioned earlier in the program today, without the primetime league, it's been incredibly difficult to get any kind of read on this Iowa basketball team. What have you unearthed and what do you have up at HawkeyeNation.com? Yeah, I uh, I wrote a, a piece, I guess, yesterday afternoon just with five things that I was five thoughts of uh, on the basketball team that were kind of going through my head. Um, and, you know, it is odd with not having the primetime league to have at least a little bit of information. Um, so basically we're, we're left to listen to what the coaches have said and, and Fran has said different, during different interviews and things like that about, you know, how they've kind of buckled down and they've made progress and they're all on the same page. But, Really, none of that stuff matters, Trent, until we see how the product, uh, you know, develops and is on the floor here. Um, I think we have our media day next week, if I'm not mistaken, towards the end of next week, or maybe the beginning. No, not next week. It's the week after. It's the week after the Minnesota football game, so that Monday or Tuesday. So we get a better chance to get with guys on on that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, as of now, it's just kind of a mystery. Can they be better on defense? How does the point guard position play out? Is Tyler Cook, you know, all in when he, now that he's back? And will he do the things that the NBA wants him to do, uh, which certainly would help the Iowa team this year? Um, how much of an impact can Joe Weiss can't make? Um, I think a lot of the questions that we've, or in topics that we've talked about on the show and throughout the offseason are, are still on, you know, they're still at the forefront of our minds because we really don't have any, any evidence to go off of without the prime time. Rob Howe from HawkeyeNation.com. Rob, as always, good catching up with you. We'll let you get back to work now. All right. I appreciate it. Thanks, Trent. <laughs> Thanks, Rob. Rob Howe checking in with us as he does every other Wednesday here on Jimmy B and TC. Quick timeout. More baseball talk coming up next. Mark Simon will join us. Back with more in a moment. News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial vinyl print wrap on your business vehicle, go to completeautowraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with a print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. Pros in the know start with Lowe's and save 5% on eligible purchases every day made with the Lowe's business credit account. That's 5% savings in-store and online. Subject to credit approval. Cannot be combined with other credit offers. Exclusions apply. See store for details. U.S. only. Well, for tonight, it's going to be clear to partly cloudy, a low near 49. Partly cloudy and breezy on Thursday with a high of 73 for the metro. It looks colder and wetter on Friday with rain developing in the afternoon, a high of 54. I'm Local 5 Chief Meteorologist Brad Edwards. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian roofer roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. 
I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian roofer roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. Did you know that a well-insulated garage door can keep your garage warmer in the winter? At Advanced Door Systems of Ankeny, we can help you find the garage door that not only has a high R value, but looks great also. Visit our website ads-doors.com that's ads-doors.com to learn more about garage door options and styles available from Rainer and CHI then contact us for a free quote advanced door systems the right door the right way hi I'm Janice Lane CEO of Children and Families of Iowa this year Children and Families of Iowa is celebrating our 130th anniversary over the years our mission has remained the same to work collectively to restore hope build futures and change lives for children and families throughout Iowa. Visit us at CFIOWA.org. Thank you for helping us fulfill our mission. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. This year, it's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello, it's why I fly the flag. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Every team, every sport, every flag. Almost. Buy online and get free shipping. Heartlandflags.com. You found your home for real sports talk, for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Welcome back. Jimmy B at TC continues on a solo edition. Trent Condon with you today. Luckily for me, I got a lot of great guests to talk with, including uh, one of my favorite guys in the world of baseball. He is Mark Simon, long time with ESPN and now working with Sports Info Solutions, and he joins us here on a Wednesday. Mark, good afternoon. Good afternoon. It's good to be preceding Zubin Mahenti. Yes, yeah, your old buddy from your days <laughs> at ESPN. Boy, Zubin's uh, an all-timer, just a wonderful person, knows sports incredibly well, but a great guy on top of it. Needs more energy. <laughs> right, right. He's going a mile <laughs> a minute all the time. A lot of times you, you can hear him. When we talk with him weekly, he'll be panting because he'll be on the treadmill when he's doing it. You know, two things at once. That's how Zubin gets all his work done. Well, Mark, a lot of work to be done in the National League race for the Central and the wild card. Talking to Cubs fans, it's funny how quickly a mood can change. A lot of nervousness going on. Should there be? Should should the Cubs fans be nervous still with the half-game yep. lead and five to go? 
Yeah, this is the. I didn't think that there was going to be an issue here, uh, and now suddenly there is one because of the last uh, two days with uh, one round in two games against uh, Tyon Archer and company. Uh, certainly, somewhat unexpected. You're going to be uh, closing against the Cardinals, uh, who may be playing for something um, of their own, going for the the second wild card spot uh, against the uh, Rockies. So those are not going to be easy games. Uh, in theory, you should be fine, but they seem to be a little tight with mm-hmm. this uh, one. I outscored eleven to one uh, the last two days. They lost the Diamondbacks nine nothing uh, the other day. They lost the White Sox. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's it's realistic to be concerned. Mark, uh, the Milwaukee Brewers continue to be a, a wonderful story, and the play of Christian Yelich has been at the forefront of that. When they made the move back to back days, bringing in Lorenzo Cain and, and Christian Yelich. People, baseball people, knew that these were good players, but did you see Christian Yelich this quickly developing into an MVP candidate? <laughs> uh, at ESPN, a colleague of mine and I used to refer to him as the unsolved mystery uh, because when he faced the Mets, uh, he would go through these stretches where he was impossible to get out, and he seems to have figured out a way to sustain that over a full season. Someone did a presentation at a conference that I went to uh, that you could have called How Christian Yelich Can Become the MVP, with the idea being that he should raise that launch angle at which he was hitting the ball uh, just a little bit, and that if he did that, uh, that over the course of a season, it would produce numbers that look a lot like this. Now, that isn't quite how he did it, but I think it's funny that it it worked out that way. He's a great line drive hitter. Uh, He's a a very good all-around player. He's he has a defensive weakness or two, but but he's got he's got the range uh, to be able to catch balls. And Kane has always been uh, very good uh, the last couple of years with the, the Royals at getting to balls and making plays. This year he's added a good throwing arm to uh, the mix, uh, and he's also stolen nearly 30 bases. He's an impressive player. Uh, Yelich probably right now would would uh, I would guess if I looked at it closely would probably have my MVP vote. How do you measure MVP? Is it Strictly the best player in the league does what a team does have value to you. Uh, you very much obviously in the statistical model of things. How do yep. you value the most valuable player in each league? So uh, I am of the belief that you do, you need to be on a, a really good team or a good team uh, to be a contender. I understand if someone is the best player on a, on a or has a great more if they're on a really really bad team, I wouldn't consider them. They're on a 500 team. I probably would consider them a little bit. So I, w- I want my guy to have at least some contact to to I guess a winning uh, franchise uh, to have put his team in position to be a winning franchise. Um, I would look at uh, offensive contributions. Certainly, I would look at uh, performance in key situations like high leverage. Uh, they call it. You find it on a site like Baseball Reference or Fangraphs. Uh, if you look closely, I want the guy that's the 300 hitter or better uh, or the high line drive hitter in those uh, situations. And I want the guy that's a complete player that can do something else. He can either run, he can field, he can throw. Uh, he's got some aspect to him. And I guess in doing this, uh, I've described basically uh, Yelich and Javi Baez. <laughs> <laughs> you absolutely have. And, you know, Baez, you mentioned defense. And,. We don't. I, at least I don't think. Do we have a way to measure how good a guy is at tagging people? Because if we did, he'd be at the top of the list. 
Yeah, I think he would. Uh, the, the thing is, with something like that, the, num- that the number of it isn't like as great as you think. Yeah. It's only a couple of plays over the course of a season, so it looks great. It's the play you remember because you saw it 25 times. doesn't mean that it happened 25 times. It only happened the one time. Uh, so, yes, he, but he's got a lot of things. He's extremely versatile. He's 34 homers, 21 steals. Is good. It's not otherworldly, as some people might think, uh, but he hits for average. He hits for power. Uh, he's, he's put up great numbers on a team that should be headed to the postseason. Uh, so I, I think it's a Baez Yelich uh, place to finish here. Well, another award that's going to be contested with different venues and, and different avenues and ways of thinking in baseball is the Cy Young. And it's crazy to think it's now going back nine years when Felix Hernandez won the American League uh, Cy Young Award with the 13-12 and 12 record and the consternation that was there. Jacob deGrom looks to be on his way to a Cy Young season. He might not get to double digits. In fact, uh, it's doubtful that he will unless he gets the victory tonight. But is it clear-cut that deGrom is the MVP? Scherzer gets to 300 Ks last night. He's had a wonderful season. Is it clear-cut in your mind, though, for deGrom? I think it is. Uh, I think it, you take. It's not like he was five and fifteen mm-hmm. uh, for one thing. Uh, but if you take the combination of everything he's done, he's got the one seven seven ERA, and he has by far the best combination of strikeouts, walks, and homers allowed. He's allowed ten home runs in two hundred nine innings, um, playing in uh, a situation where he's not necessarily pitching in a uh, superior pitcher's park environment uh regularly uh he has fought through all of the crap that the mets have basically thrown his way uh he has four great pitches he has been elite in just about every way there's no shame in either of the other guys seasons and there's actually no shame in either of the other guys winning it Uh, but if you look at it i forget what the number the combination was i think it was sub one eight era 250 strikeouts that it's something like DeGrom, and then you have to go back to Walter Johnson uh, to, to do it. And if you have to go back to Walter Johnson to have accomplished something, guys have had 300 strikeouts. Guys have done the things that Nolan Scherzer have done. People aren't doing the things that DeGrom has done this year, and that's why I think he would be number one on my list. Finally, a story that uh, I, I still can't wrap my mind around. As Oakland two nights ago wrapped up a spot in the playoffs, I look at this team, I watch this team, it's a bunch of guys that, uh, to be frank, never really that good major leaguers. And, and here they are <laughs> on their way to the wild card game of their shot against the Yankees. How in God's name does this happen? Uh, momentum is an interesting thing. Yeah. Uh, they certainly took it and ran with it. Uh, and they've played uh, a couple of things that happened. One is that they hit a lot of home runs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Davis has 46 this year. Uh, Kyrus Davis, we call him, because uh, there's the other Chris Davis right. thing. Baltimore. Uh, so he's had a, a great year in terms of power. Matt Chapman has turned into a highly uh, solid offensive player to go with being the best defensive player in the game. Uh, so those are two. The first baseman, Matt Olson, might be the best defensive first baseman in the American League. He's got 28 home runs. The other thing that they've done is that they have built a bullpen that is pretty ridiculous. Uh, with I don't know if you've seen Blake Trinan at the end of games. Yes. I don't know how anyone gets a hit against him. Uh, he's the best reliever in baseball right now. They have uh, Lou Trevino, who for much of the year was really good uh, for them. 
Uh, Jarese Familia, who they got from the Mets, has had a couple of up-and-down appearances, but has had a number of really good ones. And they have one of the better long men that they could go to in a wild-card game if they had to, uh, in Ismero Petit, uh, who was a hero for the Giants in the postseason a couple of years ago and has pitched 91 innings of very good relief this year. Uh, they don't have the starting pitching at all. If they win the World Series, we'll look back on it 20 years from now and laugh that Edwin Jackson carried them to a World Series. Uh, but they have a lot of the other things that they need, uh, and you only got to beat the Yankees once. It's certainly very possible that they could. Looking forward to it next week. The playoffs will be upon it. Could be a lot of craziness, too, with tiebreakers and more than just the two wildcard games. We'll look at that going into the weekend. Mark Simon, thanks as always for your time. Sure, you got it. Mark Simon joining us, longtime writer and scribe over at ESPN.com, now doing great work with Sports Info Solutions, and also has a piece up at The Athletic. You athletic subscribers like myself, he's got a couple of numbers there. Taking a look at defense, a fun look with Mark Simon. Thanks, as always, to him for joining us. 5 o'clock hour, more ESPN Connection. Zubin Mahente, he'll be on SportsCenter tonight. He'll be letting you know everything that's happening in baseball. He joins us next. Zuba Mahente kicks off Hour 2. Catch the best in high school football each Friday night on 1700 KBGG with the Central Iowa Game of the Week, starting at 7 o'clock on Fridays. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. This year, it's our year. The year we win it all. This is the year the flag flies. For wins. For big games. For titles. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. These colors? uh, These colors mean everything. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Football, basketball, hockey, NASCAR, and more. Shop 3719 Southwest 9th Des Moines or heartlandflags.com. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. Build your business. At Sinorama of Urbandale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Urbandale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia dash Urbandale. Being in Des Moines, you just get it through the experience. 
I'm a fan of a lot of our fast, casual cuisine. I love the theater and the shopping. My kids love to go to the parks. There's a lot going on musically. If you can't find things to do in Des Moines, you must be boring. This is a magical place. Don't miss out. Visit CatchDesMoines.com and plan your getaway to Greater Des Moines. Catch what you've been missing. Pros in the know start with Lowe's and save 5% on eligible purchases every day made with the Lowe's business credit account. That's 5% savings in-store and online. Subject to credit approval cannot be combined with other credit offers. Exclusions apply. See store for details. U.S. only. I used to post at job boards. Only to sort through tons of resumes. Just to find a few candidates for... My sales team. My hair salons. That old process was... Not not smart. smart. Then I went to ZipRecruiter. Its technology scans resumes for me to find the right people. And actively invites them to apply. So I get qualified candidates fast. Smart. See why ZipRecruiter is rated number one by employers in the U.S. Try it now for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash try. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash try. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Based on trust pilot rating of hiring sites with over 1,000 reviews. Everyone is a champion in their own way, but aches and pains can make you want to give up on your training or workouts. Instead of relying on pain medication to power through, stay active with help from Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy. They give you a personal touch to work towards your own wellness goals. With athletic recovery programs to outpatient orthopedic therapy, Angela Spencer PT of Champions Recovery Room will get you feeling your best. Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy, 3030 100 Street in Urbandale and online at championsrecoveryroom.com. I'm so happy. Football's back. Fire up the grill and crack open a cold one because it's time to celebrate with an approved by Joe tailgate. Hey, Joe Clemens here from Capital City Motor Company. This month, bring me your old car and score the nicer, newer ride you've been fantasizing about for just $10 down. Sack your old car and start driving a nicer, newer car of your dreams. Has the ref thrown a flag on your past credit problems? My one and only for the people credit approval process is the game changer you've been waiting for. We huddle up with the banks and lenders and call the audibles to get you approved and back in the game. Guaranteed. Stop driving a car you hate and pause it. And drive home a nicer, newer car today for just 10 bucks down. I'm throwing a Hail Mary to make my month, and I need your help. Trade in your old car and drive for just 10 bucks down. This is for a limited time, so get in here and score before the clock runs out. I'm Joe Clemens, and I'm your dealer for the people. Come see us at Capital City Motor Company in Des Moines on East University. One block off I-235 on the State Fair side. Call 265-1467 or online at ApprovedByJoe.com. ApprovedByJoe.com.